Hello and welcome to Bible Bedtime. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for the kind words that I hear from some of you who have joined us on Patreon or on our Facebook page, Bible Bedtime. It is my fervent prayer that this podcast and the reading of God's Word will soothe your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit, and ease you into a peaceful, heavenly sleep. A bit about how Bible bedtime works, just in case this is your first visit. I will read an entire chapter of the Bible. I'm reading from the New International Version. At the conclusion of the chapter, I will read the 23rd Psalm and finish with the Lord's Prayer. And as you can already tell, I will narrate the Bible in a quiet voice and use soothing music and peaceful sounds that will help relax you. Sometimes the world is just a noisy, noisy place and trying to take respite and rest is difficult and you can't disconnect. So Bible bedtime is designed to give you um, a landing spot, a soft and safe place for your mind so we can stop wandering. so it can focus on what really matters and drift off to sleep. If you're still awake at the end of the reading, that is perfectly fine. It happens all the time. Uh, Sometimes you may fall asleep before the end of the episode, and that's fine as well. There are no right or wrong time frames for sleeping. Accept the gift of rest that God gives you. The rest our bodies require is a 
built-in mechanism for ensuring that we get a break from the world. And when God gives you a gift, the best thing to do is accept it. I, therefore, am incredibly blessed to share in this gift with you and be just a very small part of how you end your day. As we do each episode, we are going to take three deep breaths together. This is a signal to your mind and your body that it's time to put everything else away and begin to fall asleep. Here we go. Tonight, I'll be reading Matthew 17, which is the transfiguration of Jesus Christ. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became white as the light. Just then there appeared before them, Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud enveloped them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they 
looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, Why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Oh, unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy, and he was healed from that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him. And on the third day, he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? he asked. From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own sons or from others? From others, Peter answered. Then the sons are exempt 
Jesus said to him. But so that we may not offend them, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. Psalm 23, a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. routine. We'll end Bible bedtime with a reading of the Lord's Prayer, which is found in Matthew 6.
your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil